Shannon Jackson, the people's nurse. Listen, I am excited to bring to you a special episode today. I am here with executive director, Fabian Beretta, AKA Mr. GQ himself. And we're here on site at the Beverly Hills Hair Group. And he's gonna talk to us about transplants and hair regeneration. Fabian, how are you doing? Hey Shannon, I'm good, how about yourself? I am doing wonderful. First of all, thank you for allowing us to of come into your beautiful facility. Uh, gracious staff here, very professional, lovely decorum, and also giving us that special treat of that interview with one of the clients here. The patients, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So tell me, why are you so popular? this group why are we popular uh, it all comes down to the artistry of our hair transplants they look extremely natural and they're very painless so that's how we differentiate ourselves from most people it's virtually impossible for anybody to see that you've gotten a hair transplant done because the work is so natural why do you feel that so many people i was reading an article recently literally just a couple of days ago they were saying that hair transplants is predicted to triple in business by 2027. it's a, like a phenomenon now everybody's getting it done it is. why do you think so the technology the technology makes it easier to, to get hair transplants back in the day in order to get a hair transplant you had to get a strip cut out of the back of the head which you know was painful and it left you with linear scars. So if the patient wanted to cut their hair short or go in the water, that scar may have been visible. Nowadays, the way we extract the follicles from the back of the head is done with a machine and it's done individually, meaning it leaves no linear scar. Uh, additionally, you know, I think uh, hair transplants are generally more geared for men than women. Uh, men are getting a little bit more comfortable with getting cosmetic work done, whereas in the past, it was a little bit more taboo. I agree with that. So you hear the word hair transplant and hair regeneration used interchangeably, but there really is a difference in terms of there's how they're executed and procedure-wise. Can you explain? Correct. So there's two types of procedures. Uh, one of them is uh, it's preventative uh, treatments in order to prevent further hair loss. So as men, we lose hair on the top of the head solely because of the production of active testosterone, and it doesn't affect the side in the back, right? But in order to prevent further hair loss to happen, there's a bunch of tools that you have from medication to topical treatments to, to actual treatments. Now, one of the treatments that we do in order to prevent further hair loss is called PRP, which stands for platelet-rich plasma. It's a substance that's found in your blood. And the reason why we're so interested in that plasma is because it helps to regenerate the cells. Now, when you inject that into the scalp of a patient, it basically prevents the hair loss from progressing further. The way we do it is slightly different. It's a little bit more advanced. We take more blood and we end up mixing the uh, rich plasma that we extracted from the red blood cells with either a component called A cell or actual stem cells that have been extracted from newborns from the umbilical cord and neonic fluid. Wow, and um, it's painless. It's uncomfortable for a minute or two for the initial uh, numbing agents for us to inject. You know, it's not painful. Nobody's ever jumped out of a chair screaming. Uh, but it's a little bit uncomfortable for a minute or two. But, you know, we do put you in a good setting. We do have uh, relaxing meds if needed and laughing gas also if needed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's funny. <laughs> so, um, you know, hair loss is something that's very personal for a lot of people. And, you know, I'm, I'm a wig 
person wearing uh, wigs because years ago, like many people, I had a lovely, long, full hair. Mm -hmm. And through time and age and stress and trying different things to do my hair, it just thinned out, especially around the edges when you try like weaves and different things. And my hair is naturally thin mm -hmm. out anyway. It was kind of a, a, a good, kind of a grade of hair. So it just did more damage adding those products. But everybody can't afford it. So what are some options for people that really, you know, I maybe put a little money away or I really want something for me because living your life without limits is all about self-care and right. hair can be something that makes you feel better. So what are some options in terms of pay? So to, to touch base in terms of hair, hair is actually considered as one of the elements uh, that contributes to one's perception of beauty. It's a very important element. Uh, in your case, when you're saying you had the hairline that was receding, it's probably because you were pulling your hair backwards. Yes. And that's what we call traction alopecia. So basically, the more you pull on hair, it's like pulling on a rope. It eventually fragilizes and then it just snaps. Um, so what options do patients have that are more accessible without going to treatments? Uh, you know, it's always good to supplement your daily regimen with vitamins. There's a couple brands that are wonderful on the market. The one that we particularly like is called Nutrafol. It's a mix of vitamin A, C, D, biotin, zinc, saw palmetto. It has a bunch of different roots in it and their own blend. Obviously, their own blend is proprietary, so we don't know what's in it, but uh, it's all natural and it really helps to promote hair growth. It helps to increase the hair texture and the, uh, the hair thickness. Uh, anything you'll do with hair will take about three months for results to kick in. That's just a natural growth cycle of hair. They also have um, a growth serum that you can add on a daily basis. It's not it's non-toxic, it's water-based, and it's non-greasy. Uh, there's medication over-the-counter for men that they can use. Uh, by the way, the, that supplement is also available for men and both women. Uh, in terms of over-the-counter, you can also use Rogaine, which is minoxidil 5%. That is a little bit greasier, so it may not be something that women like, but it definitely helps into promoting uh, hair growth. It expands the, the, the growth phase of the follicle so that your hairs get a chance to get a little bit stronger and thicker over time. Then obviously good shampoos are important. You know, you don't necessarily need to buy the most expensive shampoo, but you want to stick to something that's more natural that has less chemicals in it. You have an extensive background in this area. You've been in this field for a long time. For people that are, we have a range of people that watch the show. And I mean, you have everyone selling everything about growing hair, right? Yes. You go on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. Buy this serum, your hair is gonna grow. And some of it's gimmicky, we know that, and some of it's not. How does the ordinary consumer know the difference? What would you recommend? How do we differentiate? Do we go and spend $50 or $100 for these vitamins, or do I do that? What, what is some key things, is there any? Um, well, obviously, reviews, fundamentals. reviews always help. You know, reviews are definitely, you have to do your due diligence. Reviews often help, even though nowadays a lot of companies do pay a lot of people to write reviews uh, you can you know you can navigate through different reviews and see which ones are actually genuine or not uh, you have to also focus on the fact that they're actually allocating more resources to purely marketing or purely research uh, so you really have to do your homework uh, but it's it is hard to navigate there's a lot of uh, snake potion out there yes but you know eventually those uh, those brands that focus solely on marketing and not necessarily on science, eventually die out. They don't have longevity in the market. So I have a little money, say someone that's watching the show, and I'm interested, how can I come 
here and get a consultation? What's the process? Um, the process is you just call us and we'll set you up with a, a consultation. You know, you'll come in, we'll do an assessment on what's suited for you and what's needed for you. Uh, again, it's not one formula that fits everyone. Uh, for women, usually the hair loss is more diffuse. So for women, the treatments that are more adequate are more preventative. And the reason being is you cannot transplant too close to existing follicles. If you do that, you end up transecting the existing follicles, meaning you're killing the follicle to replace it with another one, which is just a waste of time and money. Uh, so it's purely preventative, touch basing on the PRP treatments that we spoke about earlier, the plasma treatments, that really help to you know, strengthen the hair and to prevent further hair loss. For men, it's a combination of both preventative treatment and replenishment. Uh, so you come in for a consultation, we'll assess what's best suited, we'll give you, you know, the different tools that you can use, medication, supplements, topicals, and we'll take it from there. Okay. And it's customized based on when they look at you and do an application and assessment there. Are there funding options? Say I don't maybe have all the upfront money and I, you know, but you know, I have good credit and I want to come out, I want to do something. This is for me, as we talked about, it's, it's I want to feel good about myself. I want, you know, it, it, may, it defines who I am, especially some people, even people that have had cancer and different things that tragically do the, the drugs to save their life, they've lost their hair and sometimes just being able to have that back and different. Uh, we, yeah, we do, we do offer payment plans uh, with two third parties. One of them is called Alfia and the other one's called Care Credit. So, you know, we offer different length of uh, payment plans with them from six months to uh, uh, 48 months, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, then again, you know, uh, I think it does, there is an interest involved. So I always tell patients, if you're trying to spread out payments as much as possible uh, without any interest, then apply for a credit card that has a 0% APR for 18 to 21 months. That makes it easier. Yeah. Makes it and saves some money. Um, another question I wanted to ask you, um, have you ever turned down a patient like, you know, you know what? We're not gonna just take your money. This is not for you. This happens quite often, especially in the case of hair transplants. So it's very common right now uh, for younger men to lose hair at a very rapid rate. Unfortunately, you know, we have to be ethical at some aspect. When patients are too young, we can't really proceed with a hair transplant on them because they have so much more hair loss to go through before we can actually assess what's going on. So uh, there's a lot of cases, you know, but they get very desperate and they really insist and we tell them we can't because down the road, it's just not gonna look right on you. And we're just going to give you a look that's not adequate for you in the future. Uh, there's that aspect, or if people have certain medical conditions, for example, uh, there's a type of hair loss called alopecia areata where people lose hair in a fashion of circles or patches, right? Uh, it could be the size of a nickel where all, all the hair falls out and then it feels like baby skin. So they come in for preventative treatments uh, and they really want to do PRP. The problem is if you actually did PRP on a patient like that, you would trigger the immune system to fight itself, meaning it could result in the patient losing the entirety of their hair and it would never grow back. So it does happen often. Or, you know, sometimes patients do have unrealistic expectations. Uh, obviously, someone who's 45 years old who's trying to get a hair transplant, it's impossible to give them the same hair as when she was 25 years old. <laughs> sometimes, you know, they just don't have enough donor area. Yeah. And people do get really desperate. Uh, you know, some places will use body hair. It's not a good look. I just went to a comedy special and a guy killed a bit while oh, using body hair for there. <laughs> It looks like pubic hair. Yeah, and it smells like pubic hair, and it was hilarious, so I wouldn't advise it either. We're, getting, we're ending to the end of this interview right now. If it was one thing that you would want to leave with the 
viewing and listening audience today uh, that differentiates you, meaning Beverly Hills Hair Group from other organizations that are doing this, what would that be if they're exploring this as an option? Uh, first of all, from a purely medical standpoint, we're extremely advanced. We're always researching new techniques and new ways to improve. Uh, so that's where we differentiate ourselves from most you know, other clinics. Uh, we do have a competitive advantage. Additionally to that, we're very laid back, we're very easygoing and very easy to talk to. And I think that's also a big point where we differentiate ourselves from people. They never feel pressured or never feel like they're in a medical environment. They really feel like they're bonding with someone who can potentially be a friend or a family member. And we always make them feel comfortable throughout the process. So, you know, the alliance of both the medical advancement plus the uh, hospitality really sets us apart from people. Hey family, I'm still here at the Beverly Hills Group. And now I'm going to be talking to one of the clients here, none other than Eric Graziani. Eric, how are you? I'm great, how are you? Good, I love your smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm married, all right? Okay, all right, all right. I just want to say, when you smile, the world smiles with you. Uh, I'm yeah, smiling, I'm, yeah, so. yeah, no, you are, no, yeah, very, very energetic, for sure. Anyway, thank you for taking time to meet with us today. I'm excited to hear about your story. But first of all, start me from the beginning. Rumor has it that you had a head full of hair in high school. So talk to me a little that bit about that. That is true. I did have a full set of hair in high school. I actually won nicest hair, voted by my class. Wow. Came out of the yearbook in color. <laughs> we have color, right? And um, over the years, um, well, as I got older, you know, areas of my hair started thinning out, uh, started from the front and towards the back a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm not going completely bald, but um, I can definitely notice the, uh, the areas where I would like to get a little extra coverage if possible. You know, I find it interesting that when it comes to hair, so this is a wig, so full disclosure, it's a wig. And through the years, I, when I was growing up, I had beautiful hair and thick and long, actually as long as this. And through stress and time, my hair mm -hmm. um, started to fall out or thin out. And I started to use things like extensions, which pulled it out more. But it's something about hair can also have a psychological or self-consciousness about it. So mm -hmm. what made you end up coming here? Or fast forward me back, I believe you also may have had some work. Well, I had a procedure done many, many years ago. It was okay. I mean, just to try it out. And uh, the results weren't like as dramatic as they advertise it sometimes. And uh, but I guess uh, everyone's a little bit different. The results vary. They always have to put that right. Okay. But uh, I did hear about the, uh, the PRP. Uh, the plasma uh, therapy procedure, and which is what you're having Which is today. why I'm here today. Yes, okay. I want to prevent further hair loss okay. and uh, actually, hopefully, thicken the current hair that I have on my head. Which is very nice, by well, the way. It's it's there. I'm trying to make it. You know, we try to do what we can with it, right? Yes, right, right, right. So, is it painful? Well, the procedure. Well, this is actually going to be my first time doing this particular procedure here. Okay. I have read up about it and it seems to be pretty painless uh, for the most part. What made you choose this one? There, you know, I was reading some research and prepping for this in the background. Mm -hmm. They're projecting that in by 2027, 
that this industry is going to triple in sales. It's like it's a booming yeah. industry now. They just actually this month had an article out on there. I was like, wow. So what made you choose this particular location? Because there's so many. Right. Uh, well, I heard a lot of good things coming out of the Beverly Hills Group Hair Restoration format here today and um, I've seen a lot of the before and after pictures. I've been following them on Instagram for a while okay. and I'm like, all right, well, let me reach out. Let me, I'm going for a consultation. Let me see what they're all about. So um, so I, I'm here now because of the amazing results that I've seen on other potential people that have come here before and after and I'm like, well, I just want to give it a shot. I mean, what else do I have to lose besides more hair, right? Exactly. <laughs> just, hey, exactly. I want to keep it on. I want to keep it on. Exactly. And as I said, it looks very nice. Now, is this some residual from your previous uh, hair transplant that you no, had before? I've, no, I've, I've, had a, I've always had a full set of hair. Um, it wasn't as thick as uh, other, other people's hair, but I mean, it's thin, but I always maintained it. And uh, it's... I just want to keep as much of it as, like you said, stress is a big factor. Um, I mean, getting married, having kids, work, I mean, it's a lot going on. It is, it is, <laughs> it, is it is. And it's something about that hair, it's the first thing that leaves us, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's the first thing that leaves us, and we're trying all kind of ways to improve it. And I just find that a lot of people still have a stigma or taboo to talk about it, especially if you, I remember back in the day, and that's why I wanted to do this episode, that you were scared to say if you wore a wig. Like, you had to wear yeah, a human yeah. hair to make it look like it was your hair, even though it wasn't all your hair. Right. Now I say, if I bought it, it's mine. So, you know, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. You know, but it was really a, a stigma, a self-consciousness around it. Uh, you know, even from a biblical way, people mm. think your hair is your glory and different mm. things like that. So. How do you feel now that you're maintaining or your hair is at an area that you want to continue to keep it thick and uh, hopefully grow more, mm -hmm. but does it help you with your self-confidence or make you feel more attractive or just feel good as yeah, a whole? Yeah, I, I think so. Just uh, feeling good as a whole, really. Um, I mean, I'm tall enough. My wife is not as tall as me, so she can't really see the back of my head anyways. Uh -huh. But I know it's there. And, yeah. you know, if I can do something about it and uh, strengthen it and maybe have it a little bit more thicker, uh, sure, why not? I, that's what I'm all about. I mean, I'm not trying to grow back the old glory hair days yeah. you know, where I can put in a man bun, but uh, uh, we'll see where it goes. Excellent. So, the big money question, is it expensive? Because It's um, I, expensive, uh, that's a very good question. I, I know, I each, know case each case is different and depending how much you need to get done on it. I mean, yeah. I mean, is sure. it something you need to budget for? Or? Uh, I mean, you always want to budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to budget. <laughs> I don't so, think I don't think selling oranges on freeway is going to cut it. That's yeah. what I want to know. Well, so <laughs> you know, I'm sure they have finance options and things like I'm that. I'm sure but, they do. Um, it's all about self care. Yeah, I, 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 at the end of the day, yeah, something that makes you feel good. We work hard. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're an entrepreneur. You have your own business as well, or multiple businesses. Yes. And um, these are things that, if it makes us feel good and be healthy and yeah. have quality of life, why not, right? Why not, exactly. Somebody wants a Corvette, someone else wants hair. <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna cost as much as a Corvette, <laughs> but good Lord. Uh, I'll be, let me borrow your wig. <laughs> 
You can't. <laughs> Don't let me fall out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so for the audience that's listening that may be thinking about it and have thought about it and said, you know what, I really want to do something different. I have a little bit of cash. Uh, what would you recommend or what would you suggest or what would you advise to someone that may be contemplating uh, the route of hair transplant or hair restoration? What advice would you give? Well, first of all, I mean, it, I mean, look, if you're happy the way you are, then, uh, you know, save your money. But if you are concerned about trying to do something about it, obviously, you know, do your due diligence, research. Uh, that's what I did. I researched Beverly Hills Hair Group here and uh, turns out to be that they're one of the uh, top notch places to come and get a quicker fixer up, I guess. Good. <laughs> you want to call it that. Uh, so, yeah, do some research and um, and, you know, take the leap of faith. If you want it done, get it done. You're gonna live one life. And if you do it well, one life's all we need, right? Absolutely. Thank you so much You're for welcome. taking time and allowing us to sit in on your procedure. We really appreciate it. Of course. I'm living a life without limits. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank Stay you. Stay so tuned. You'll be hearing more. <laughs>